you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Jacoby Myers is headed to the Las Vegas Raiders. Raheem Mostert is headed back to the Miami Dolphins. Donovan Wilson, the safety, returning to Dallas. The Houston Texans who are acquiring Shaq Mason. Taylor Heineke is expected to sign with the Atlanta Falcons. The New York Giants acquiring star tight end Darren Waller for the Raiders. Alan Lazard, one of Aaron Rodgers' favorite receivers. Seems to have a lot of favorite receivers, but certainly this is one of them. He is working on a deal with the New York Jets. I can't say for sure that the Jets have spoken directly to Aaron Rodgers, but I know they've spoken to his camp in the last 24 hours. So, Ian, the communication continues. Aaron Rodgers is driving the car. Oh, you can say that again from the Chris Wessling Podcast Studio. It's Around the NFL. I'm Dan Hansis. Day two of They Don't Want Me to Say It, But I Will. Legal tampering, period free agency and we're breaking it all down mark sessler greg rosenthal and back for a second straight show we are in uh different types of waters here and they're warm everybody in colleen wolf hey come on over everybody take a swim Cal Ripken over here. Call Ripken. <laughs> Call Ripken. <laughs> Turn this up in my ears. Is this end whistle? I get end whistle. Give me some more end whistle. Is this, yeah? We like this one. Fox in a hen house, not just the men's house. I don't know. That was a little risque well, at line. Ed whistle will take it where he, he will. where he must he is he you reminds know. me of a young marshall mathers sure. where he may mike he might make you uncomfortable <laughs> but he's spitting truth he, he's pushing the envelope pushing it that's what he does pushing it colleen in how true are you and whistle fashion i'm great classic and whistle. i uh showed up today in a sweatshirt and now i feel like i'm ha- like bill belichick vibes a little bit like mm-hmm. should i should i cut the sleeves off of this and just mm. make it official? it could be a good look could be a good look maybe that's yeah. something we do at the end of the show yeah okay um yes day two um a free agency week and um there are so many things to talk about um big moves there is the the biggest uh, domino still, I guess. I don't even know if it's a domino anymore with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, it has not officially been announced, but 
we're going to take a little bit of a different angle on this yes, on around we the NFL. We're, yeah. We don't kowtow to Big Raja. Okay. Like, we have decided to proceed, Greg, as if this is a done deal. Right. They don't want you to say legal tampering. They don't want us acting as they. if the Rodgers move has already happened. We don't listen to they. Rise up. We're not on your timeline we're in the studio. Let's talk about it. I mean, you're bringing in every uh, former Pushing Packer back. outside of like Jermichael Finley to the Jets. Pushing back. We know what's happening. Let's just talk about it. This we- is the resistance. Yes. Welcome. Uh, breaking news. I love this. It's Dave Digger. This attitude. <laughs> oh, man. The Jets' quest for a new quarterback in our minds <laughs> has concluded with Aaron Rodgers now being the new quarterback in the Meadowlands. Thank God it's happened. And now we will do 50 minutes on whether <laughs> Joe Namath should give up his number 12 to the Packers legend. Oh, Let's dig in. Let's start there. No. Um, no. The, the, the news isn't official, but the more reporting that comes out, this is happening. Aaron Rodgers will be the quarterback of the Jets. I have... It's a big difference between now, Connie, and uh, this time yesterday where I was so filled with anxiety mm-hmm. that I was tweeting out Ryan Tannehill trade parameters. Yeah. Um, and Rich Eisen was like, relax. Dude, you got to relax. Not he even joking. He gave you relax. No. Wow. That's right. It was actually, man, you got to calm down. Oh, calm down. Calm down. Wow. Um, if anyone said that to me, I'd you know freak what? out. He's probably right <laughs> in a way because I was uh, spinning. But now when you hear the reports uh, that Alan Lazard is in talks with the Jets and and not anybody else. And and what was Mark? What was the what was the Roto World uh, headline uh, connected to Rogers and the Jets let this me, morning? Let me source that for you yes. right now. Uh, it was Rogers ransom note to NYJ <laughs> full of Packers and OBJ. Well, because Aaron Rodgers has asked the Jets to um, heat seek Randall Cobb. Uh, which is like, I'm He's just going to help a friend Don't out. Don't eat him. He truly uh, is. Alan Lazard, as you know, I think is a good addition. I, um, I think he would be excellent. Mercedes Lewis, who's, I think, my age. Um, <laughs> Odell Beckham. Um, Wait, he's part of Generation Next? I believe he's the only other person in Generation <laughs> Next. Wasn't he in MJD's draft class? Yeah. He was. He's like, <laughs> what? Uh, John Kuhn as well, and also James Starks, who was on the 2010 Super Bowl. I can't even tell so. when the joke begins or if that's <laughs> no, all real. No, those last two names are oh, not, okay. not connected. But it does include Odell Beckham. And it's like, I think if you're Joe Douglas, you're thinking like, could I be more um, publicly controlled by this individual? What Aaron demands? Yeah. You know, the reporting is, you know, and people are saying, it's not official. We keep hearing from both sides. It's not official. They still are figuring out. It's like, okay, we get that. They, It's an annoying negotiation for both sides in terms of the compensation, whether it's the trades or the money that, like, no one wants to lose. But also, both teams are operating absolutely as if it's happening because it has to happen. It's gone too far at this point, and uh, it's exciting. It's exciting uh, for the Patriots to be uh, predicted dead last in the AFC. <laughs> Watch out. Yeah, I mean, listen, if this is true. It's, it's happening. ESPN, it's happening. No, I'm talking about ESPN's reporting, the Diana Strasini, with the, these players that he wants. Uh, yeah, I mean, it also takes two to tango. So he could he could provide that list. We could see if the Jets actually, in good faith, pursue all those players. I would hope they don't. And I would hope that with, you know, uh, history is instructive, as Chris Wessling was known to say. What we saw with Nathaniel Hackett and Russell Wilson, and Hackett is now in the building with the Jets, um, if you if you view your your inside of your building as a true partnership between the, the quarterback and the coach and the staff, and the organization, sometimes that could go sideways. So you can't give him everything he wants if you don't think it's right for the team. That said, I do trust 
um, the brain trust of Douglas and Sala uh, to provide the necessary pushback if necessary. Um, still, he's got to be officially in the boat. On this show, he is. Assuming he is, the Jets are in a very good position. This is a very exciting time uh, for, for Jets fans. And I just think, and you look at where they where this put, would put them, the AFC, um, you know, it puts them in the mix. It puts them as a legitimate potential contender in the NFL, in the AFC. And I will take that. And I think it's definitely a roll of the dice, but it also makes perfect sense and way better than an alternate universe where they were saying, we took Zach Wilson number two overall. We're going to give this one more try. This is an aggressive move for a veteran legend quarterback. And maybe uh, maybe you roll a big number and, and win it all. Who knows? I, I mean, we grew up listening to WFAN and um, NFL Network sampled some Jets callers calling in. Yes. The Jets fan base, because, you know, as a Browns fan growing up, like, I think the Jets and Browns had some shared DNA, but forget the Browns. Like, the Jets fan base is out there in a universe all by themselves among all sports fans. I just really feel that way because it's been such a rough, um, terrible trail through darkness for Jets fans for so long that all this angst and annoyance... There you go. They still cheer. But like uh, with Aaron Rodgers, like this has been an annoying process. We can just let's not let's not like we, it's annoyed us all in various ways. Who cares if it happens and suddenly Aaron Rodgers is your quarterback? It changes the division entirely. It changes the Jets from top to bottom. And there is an incredibly actual tangible hope that the Jets could be entertaining for the first time in eons. Right. They've been creating cap space. To get to this moment. They also traded for Chuck Clark uh, last week. That was kind of quiet. Mm-hmm. Nice little safety pickup. The reason it all makes sense is because the rest of the team is in a good position. Joe Douglas has put the rest of the team in good position. They lost more games to injury on their offensive line than any team in the league other than the Rams last year. That They, they had to survive all those injuries. That was a, a big part of the reason that... I think uh, Mike LaFleur got fired was just bad injury luck because I think he would be a a nice offensive coordinator for this team and would fit obviously well with Aaron Rodgers. But Hackett, who hasn't called plays at the NFL level in a long time and doesn't have a great history, should be good enough. And you have Garrett Wilson. You have Elijah Moore. We'll see who ends up staying because I do think there'll be more moves. I think the timing of all this uh, happening officially – would make sense by the league year starting. Well, it's already happened. It, it has already, already happened. happened. But like on this show, it has. On this show, world. it's happening. Like Wednesday is an we interesting day because I do, I will I am curious about some of the details contractually, and then who else is on the roster with them? Not just all the former Packers, but if any of these Jets are going to get the heave ho uh, to to clear up cap space because a lot of the big cuts around the league, and this isn't just Jets, haven't happened yet. Some of the ones I expected, and I think it might happen Wednesday when teams officially have to. Aaron Rodgers, the GM, um, you know, it's interesting. It's uh, the moves that he really wants the Jets to make to bring in a lot of these guys in their prime. Um, Well, see, this is the type (laughs) of stuff that people can miss me with. Because it is, <laughs> this is a moment, Every the, previ- the prevailing narrative was that the Jets were going to blow this and not get Aaron Rodgers. And as we've announced on the show not today, show. that has not happened. And yeah. now the narrative is that it's going to work out terribly and that he's going to run the organization. Everybody have fun with it. Well, who is actually saying that? I don't, th- I well, think there's. Here's Colleen. Hello. Go check out the Roto World uh, headline. It's all fine. Uh, but Everybody it's... can enjoy it. It's good. But if it was going to another team, you would have the same concerns because he 
has a very short window. It doesn't mean you don't do the move, but giving him all the power in the world is the same. You but know, did they give him all the power in the world? We'll or is see. that just being reported? Well, there's, there's, yeah, we'll there see. is some. Or, I mean, okay. he's got the it's, leverage. He might as well use it. Yeah. The assumption here is that this is how it's going to play out, and perhaps right. it will. I'm just going to say there's going to be a lot of critical takes around the move because the assumption that it's not going to work out. And that's what I'm not interested in personally as a football fan, as a Jets fan. I'm just right now absorbing it as a time of incredible hope and optimism as a fan that you took this roster. And and Joe Douglas has been a very interesting GM for the team. And I've brought it up before, but I'll bring it up again. He is like in baseball, a power hitter who hits 235, but can hit 50 home runs. And that's how you have... Joe, yeah, that's how you ended up with Zach Wilson on the roster, which is a big swing and miss. But Kai Becton, which is a pretty big me- miss right now. But also how you ended up with Sauce Gardner, home run. Garrett Wilson, home run. Elijah Vera Tucker, home run. Brees Hall, home run. DJ Reed and free agency. Uh, another home run last year. And they now have this roster to make a play. And I think it's fascinating that now you add Rodgers, who I think a little bit of what's been um, – talked about with Rodgers and how he wasn't good last year, and he really wasn't. Um, some people, I think, have attributed that to age, and is he a quarterback in decline? Certainly possible. But he also played with a broken thr- thumb on his throwing hand, yep. and I think that has been lost in the mix, especially when you realize he won the two MVPs back-to-back the year before, the two years before. I think, like, again, this is hope season now and at a vi- very high level, and it could end poorly because in the past years since I've been a fan – 99, week one, Vinny Blue is Achilles. Pennington with the shoulder issues. Favre starting out great and blowing out his biceps. The Rex years petering out um, just when it looked like they were about to get over the hump. History tells you the Jets will once again fall on their face. But it just takes one year for everything to come together, and I am all in on this being an opportunity for it to happen. And you should be. You can live in that space, and that's no one can take that away from you. And I also would say that like bad luck from the past for literally any sports team has nothing to do with what will happen from here on out. And like I like I would if I could get one thing for Jets fans to do is to cut ties with all the angst from yesteryear. Let it go because if you want to treat this you new, need new it's, ownership you need, for that though. Well, that's fine, but you need new energy in general. I, I I love this for the Jets. I think you actually have a good team around Rodgers which matters, but you may only get Aaron Rodgers for one or two years. That's the one thing about it which is a little bit, you still have to get, like build a team. And Joe Douglas I, is an argument to not get rid of the GM the minute he misses on a quarterback because he's done other good stuff. J- the Jamal Adams Look at trade. the rookies. Rookie of the year. Yeah. Swept I mean, the he, awards. He can do it. But this only works because I think Aaron Rodgers is coming to a team that's pretty well set up to succeed, but in a very top-heavy, crazy AFC. So nothing is guaranteed here. And even if he's only with the Jets for two years, imagine how many primetime games the Jets oh, changes, will have. That will would change. be wonderful. They could play week one. They, I mean, they, I mean, they could play Thursday opener if they don't do the Super but Bowl. But that stuff right. can go really like, well or things, we could, could turn really dark and also. That's, like, and I think the other part of this with, with yes, it makes them a, a power player in the AFC, at least ahead of the season. And it goes both ways because I think, A, yes, there's a lot of pressure on them and they have a very difficult schedule. They do not uh, host the Jets, by the way. You just check. Okay. Um, it, it, they have a tough schedule. The AFC is loaded. Like, there will be a lot of hype around the Jets, but I think it will help them a little bit that it still will be a situation where not everyone's going to be picking the Jets all of a sudden and go to the Super Bowl. They're just now, to me, one of a handful of very compelling teams in a conference that's loaded compared to the a- NFC. And it is fascinating to look at the landscape changing in terms of quarterbacks with the NFC now. Who is 
who who are the best quarterbacks? It's Jalen Hurts and and then where do you go from there? Dak's probably number two, which is crazy. Not, actually, that's not that crazy. But then it's like off a cliff. Like you're talking about like Stafford. Stafford. You're talking maybe Goff and Cousins. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's not great. That it, it's tricky because like what is gonna mean success for the Jets? I think you you make this trade to win a Super Bowl, but I I find that daunting to think like that's the only definition of success. Even making a Super Bowl is a daunting definition of success. If they are a winning, exciting team in prime time and they win some playoff games along the way, to me, that would be enough to qualify it as success because you're not doing it right now uh, with Lamar Jackson. As I mean, with, uh, with Zach Wilson. The, the only thing that's crazy is that at this exact time, there's potentially another MVP available. That the the winners of what three of the last four MVPs are available, Rodgers and Jackson, and you're making this choice uh, to go for Rodgers. There is another door where, in theory, you could try to go after Lamar Jackson and make that happen. It, it's not happening, and it's just a, a weird moment in this like league that I, I can't remember two players being available at this high mm-hmm. of a level at the exact same time. One's obviously very old uh, and he has complications in that, in, you know, are involved with bringing him there, uh, including the contract. And Lamar has his own complications too. And they're making this choice. And to me, it's box office. I only checked it. I wasn't trying to be annoying the mm-hmm. Chiefs schedule. Cause I thought when you said that, that's yeah. it. That's the opener. That's amazing. It's a road game. So they wouldn't open in MetLife. Uh, they, they, no. they only open in Kansas City and the Jets are uh, are the road team because otherwise that's it right there. I would love that. Um, and yeah, I think background's important. Like we've been doing this podcast 10 years. They're, the Jets are 62 and 106 with zero playoff appearances in those 10 years. So to add Rodgers to this very exciting young roster makes them relevant in the league and, and opens the door for something special to happen. I feel great about it. I don't it. know. I feel really good about it. Do I you? Th- I think it's going to be your time. I do. Are you trying have, to jinx me? No, I'm Are you serious. Setting me up? I, I'm like, it is weird when I'm nice. I get it. It feels strange, but I'm serious. I think it's. I haven't seen you experience it yet. It's been it's been rough, uh, and I do want to watch a Super Bowl with my dad. And the clock's ticking, and it's just like maybe this will be it. Where we is your dad on all see. this? I, I hope we'll talk to him later in the we week. Will, but I don't. No, actually, because I don't think he's a huge Rodgers guy. I think he's one yeah. of the guys that my dad goes, oh, I don't like Rodgers. He's arrogant. I think he might <laughs> be under that. You have to deal with that. We'll find out Rogers, uh, yeah. arrogant players uh, list <laughs> yeah. uh, where he ranks. Uh, speaking of rankings, I do have an assignment. My next power rankings is on Monday, Connie. I don't what? Know, we might have a podcast next Monday. When? Tuesday. <laughs> Heads up. Um, She's so this busy. This is how I You're find so out, busy honestly, about the schedule of this show <laughs> by listening to the pod. And I'm right. like, wait, what? The schedule changes next week? Um, I, I might have three AFC East teams at the top ten of the power rankings. That, that's part of the hmm. the trick here. It's so hard to make a Super Bowl. Like, look. Like, the Bengals are going to feel as good or better about their chances to make the Super Bowl. As the Jets, yep. the Bills, I would put in that category. Yep. The Dolphins are close. If they're not, if they wouldn't be right there, to me, they're th- nine and ten to me in some order. Yeah, I have to figure that out. They're close. The Ravens, if they can keep Lamar Jackson, like are still going to believe that they are contenders. The Jaguars, I, I would put them a couple low personally, but they're going to have high hopes. Uh, we know the Chiefs are the Chiefs. The Chargers and Broncos are trying to get in the mix. Maybe they're a little below where the Jets at, but they're not schlubs. What and a it's conference. Like, it's Very just like a lot of teams. Yeah. It's a lot of teams. A lot Woo. of teams in the NFL. I just mean a lot of teams. <laughs> like 30-something. 
gonna be disappointed. Teams, definitely. I, that just means half of those teams are gonna go into next offseason with deep disappointment. Yes. That's all. Yes, yes. It's pretty crazy though. Aaron Rodgers on the Jets. That this is a thing that's happening. Right, mm-hmm. and we it's very strange. Beat the, <laughs> we beat the uh, mainstream uh, news outlets by days. Uh-huh. Who knows? Yeah. By the time Keith comes on later this week, hopefully. It, I mean, if this is not the done, mainstream this media week, will have caught we have up some problems. <laughs> uh, all right. Please refer to our show from 12 days ago when he finally signs. <laughs> and what do we do? What do we do right, if something now, now hyper Rogers the, uh, happens? Just. Well, An emergency no, pod no, we're not, is, we, this is this is the emergency right well, now. Well, like we've, we can, like, we're gonna keep coloring in, uh, you know, what we should the coloring have done, book here with some of the details when it happens. But this has taken care of the emergency. We pod. should have banked the pod like. ahead of time. The emergency pod. The Aaron Rodgers is signed. Done Did deal. We do this yeah. right. And then unleash it. <laughs> Start over. Well, it's too late. I have some notes. Yes, uh, Mr. Graver. If our he producer. retires at the end of all this, I'm just gonna like <laughs> edit funny. this pod, delete this section of it, and we'll just roll straight into the next. And oh, so here, okay. Thank you. That kind of sets me up for my last point. If something does happen, if he retires or if he forces himself back to the Packers and, and makes their life more hell. I will be hyper disappointed because you just heard everything I just said in the last 20 minutes, but also be like, all right, we dodged that bullet. This guy is completely <laughs> off the reservation <laughs> because this, they wouldn't make any sense. This makes too much sense. It has to happen. That's why it did happen on this show in this studio right now. What is a bit like, what would be a more high level? I would almost enjoy this. A bigger punking of the jets then Aaron Rodgers convincing Joe Douglas. You would Douglas, almost enjoy it. Go on. Well, to go, let's yeah. say the Jets go get Randall Cobb. I They've hate got, this terrible Lizard, plan that you're Mercedes <laughs> Lewis <laughs> and Odell Beckham, and then Aaron Rodgers just retires. It's like, you're yeah. stu- he's just like, I just did it to you, Jets. And then like Joe Douglas does his pre- press conference, and it looks like he hasn't shaved in a week, and he's drunk, and he's like, we just like the upside of all these players. It has nothing to do with Savvy the quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> Leaders. Grizzled. Um, How can he like, be romantic about football, man? Oh, I, I'm still going to give a little a little flower, uh, some flowers. Oh wait, we're not giving flowers. Why are we, to, well, Greg? To, why to Trey you Wingo? Think? You know, I think he w- he was right in terms of the timing here. That uh, that that was the moment where he the bat signal was sent out. And now it's like you got to fill in all the details around him. But I'm not questioning that man's reporting. So he he was the one person that beat this show because it is official, right? Mm-hmm. It's happened. Uh, so he broke it. You're right. But we're like the first. We are the first show to analyze the yeah. move. Yeah. With certainty that it happened. I to really he, dig I think, in. Yeah, I think Wingo would re- respect what we've done here. All right, let's take a break. <laughs> okay. It's one of the stranger segments we've done, I feel like. But I feel okay about it. I think part of it as a Jets fan is I feel like this might be the ultimate jinx scenario. That uh, we're like daring the universe to oh, do something stupid no. now. But Absolutely. it's too late now. Honestly, yeah. this was like a therapy session, yeah. I feel like. <laughs> right. We're, it's like a, a small risk. Really good work today, Dan. <laughs> like... I don't feel like it's a risk. We're not afraid of Aaron Rodgers, but if this somehow went south, this would be a funny moment in like, podcast history. It would back be. Would. But Colleen, for the first time in a long time, I feel like myself. This, this, this was really great work by you, and the work will continue. It's never finished, but Communication. we made some really good progress today. Great. Let's take a break, and we'll be right back. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. 
and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, yeah, because you got to think, he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on top of that. that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came to my room crying tears. (laughs) I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it? Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. All right, we're back. All right, so we broke down the Rodgers situation, and hopefully that stays where it is. And we will now look at the rest of the league, day two of the free agency period. The league year starts officially tomorrow, Wednesday. We'll be back with another show to break all that down. Uh, But deals are happening. Let's start. Let us start. Well, let's stay in New York. It is on in New York City right now mm. uh, with the with the football teams. The Giants, of course, coming off a it's on. Turn that up in my headphones. Is there more to this song? No. Or is this just the whole song? This are there, is, this is is there, it. Are there verses? No, this is it. You want to find out? These I mean, are the verses. Yeah, another <laughs> minute of song Let's let here. breathe just a little bit more. Hang on. Sure. <laughs> those lasers? I do like that. Yeah, I don't think we're going to get a verse. Um, so people are excited, It's obviously. a very clear, simple message. <laughs> it is on. Uh, the Jets have Aaron Rodgers, and the New York Giants have now added a big piece on their offense with Darren Waller, who has moved in a trade from the Raiders to the Demon for a third-round pick. A third-round pick, uh, Mark Sessler, uh, for a player who not so long ago got a huge contract and was seen as a pillar, a load-bearing weight. Is that what they said in Los Angeles? Wall? Load-bearing wall? A wall, load-bearing Weight-bearing wall. Weight-bearing yeah. wall oh, wow. of the Raiders. <laughs> Yikes. The fourth uh, table leg. Oh. Here he is. Yeah, he is now, uh, I guess, was deemed to be a um, yeah fifth table leg on a, a square table and has been sent packing. Big pickup for the Giants. I mean, it is. You you needed you need to continue to add weapons because you have Sterling Shepard, Isaiah Hodgins, Wandale Robinson, and not a lot else. Daniel Bellinger at tight end. I I, I continue to kind of wonder what the Raiders um, are attempting to accomplish on our planet at this point. But if I just simply anything that the Giants do on offense, I just start essentially 
with Brian Dayball and say, I trust it. I just trust it's going to work out. And, I, you know, Waller was phenomenal with the Raiders for a stretch last year. I mean, injuries and stuff, he vanished a bit. But I think it's a great pickup for a Giants team that cannot stop adding weapons left and right. It, it, it's so messy from the Raiders, though. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like, they gave him a really good contract, which he earned with, with a couple of big seasons, 2019, 2020. But they gave him that contract right before last season started. And then there were reports that he was available for a possible trade just months later, like literally six weeks later at the NFL trade deadline that Darren Waller might be available. And there was even buzz that like Josh McDaniels, it wasn't quite a fit. He didn't love him, but then they gave him the contract. So it sure looks like from the outside that ownership wanted to give him that contract. And I, I can understand that. Like, he was great for the Raiders, but the coaching staff didn't really want him. So they gave him the contract and now they're trading him for pennies on the dollar like six months later. It's just like, that's not how a good team is it run. It just feels like they a very Josh McDaniels. Like Josh McDaniels to me is an agent of chaos. Radar's up. Yep. Yeah, I mean, when you look at Darren Waller, the problem, the concern I have with him is the injury history. But those two back-to-back seasons that he had with the Raiders were bonkers. He was so productive with them and you think how far he's come from what was he like signed off the practice squad from the Ravens yeah, so, I think, yeah, once personal upon a time? issues that he overcame right yep. so it is a comeback story and it's an absolute need for the Giants they've been pretty quiet in free agency and now they go out and they get a pass catcher yeah I'm with you Mark that the, the day ball of it all benefit of the doubt you just gave Daniel Jones a, a lot of money working under the theory that he will become something greater than he is right now uh, which is taking the step up uh, and becoming like a top 10 quarterback in the league. Waller is sneaky old, maybe yeah. a sneaky old Hall of Famer. He's entering his age 31 season, uh, but still should have at least a couple of years in the tank where he could be an elite guy for them. I think it's a good trade for the Giants, for the Raiders. It tells you that McDaniels obviously is running things and also, you know, is that an organization to trust? And then the one other part, the kind of fun little nugget in all this is that this is the 100th, 100th overall pick that's being moved. That is, a, that is a draft pick that the Giants got from the Chiefs for Kadarius Toney. So the Giants essentially traded Kadarius Toney for Darren Waller. And that's interesting. And I like the way the contract is structured, too, because there's no guaranteed money after 2023. So they can see what they have in him this season and then not have to be on the hook for it. Right. To the Raiders' credit, they structured the contract they gave to Waller in such a way they're actually not taking any cap hit for this almost at all. There's very little dead money. And I think it's a good deal for the Giants because there's not a lot of risk. He's going to make $11 million this year, and that's totally fair. And as Colleen mentioned, if for some reason it didn't work out, and you know he only had what, what under 400 yards last year, uh, a little over 600 yards two seasons ago. So that, that's a couple seasons there. If it didn't work out, uh, then they'll move on and they Barely gave up anything for it. The 100th pick, that's basically a fourth-round pick. At some point, I feel like we need to add an eighth round. There's so Uh many compensatory. Okay, here we go. Well, the Niners got how many? A lot. So many. There's so many compensatory (laughs) picks that there's actually more than a round worth of compensatory picks. There's more than 32. So we're into the eighth round. Like this hundredth pick is is okay, that's or get rid is of it the really the third round, round or the fourth round? Yeah, and just use it as compensatory. Sure. Well, there the used to be what, 12, twelve rounds back in the day. Well, I was I was gonna say, um, personally speaking, day three of the draft is a bit of a slog. I'm ready to tape that podcast. Um, 
That's a rough day. Adding another round uh, makes us have to stay longer. Oh, so don't do that. Well, it's just in uh, the naming. Every 32 picks. it's still the same amount of picks. Same amount of picks. I just mean uh, it's confusing Yeah, but more commercial breaks potentially. Yeah, like a lot of nonsense. Like uh, they had the the orangutan uh, announcing a pick in Indianapolis or something like that a couple years ago. You got to spice it up. They got to be showmen too. I thought that. No, we we just need to. Let's get it. Put it. Make it two minute. You got two minutes to make a pick after round three. Um, I, I love this, by the way. Just the risk wise for the Giants, because I thought the they G, were man. maybe going to try to sign Gasecki or Dalton Schultz, just because there's not good wide receivers available and there's some good tight ends. Instead, they get Waller. And maybe Waller was a two year wonder or whatever, and it doesn't work out. But I never, it never quite sat well with me, and I think a lot of Giants fans felt the same way that the Tony trade, given the upside that he had as a player, and then you watch what he did in the Super Bowl, kind of helping to win that game. For the Chiefs. Now I feel better about it if I'm a Giants fan. Now I have this potential all pro tight end that you traded essentially for Tony. And yeah, there's a reason. They're not done. I, a lot I, of optimism I in the middle. I guarantee right they're going to bring in another receiver. I don't know if it'll be a trade or a free agent, but they need one. Speaking of wide receivers, Michael Thomas and the Saints are staying in business. Uh, he signed a one year, $10 million contract with New Orleans. Uh, he can earn another $5 million. In incentives, uh, that from uh, Schefter. Um, so, uh, Greg, that is a deal that uh, makes sense. It, it's weird. I think part of it, and the Michael Thomas contract is very hard to understand because at this point it's been restructured like 17 times, including as recently as January or February, which was supposedly going to lead to a release. Uh, but they would have eaten, I, I believe, if I'm understanding it right, a lot of dead cap hit if they cut him, so you might as well keep him. Because I'm like, how does Michael Thomas have the leverage at this point to make $10 million? Like, he hasn't played football in quite a long time. But I think it's because they would have eaten that cap hit if he wasn't on the team. So you might as well keep him around. Uh, There's a lot of incentives on that deal. He was excited about Derek Carr. And they actually have a kind of a fun group of weapons if Michael Thomas could ever stay healthy. Yeah, Chris Olave. I mean, like, I think he helped recruit Derek Carr he to did. some degree. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I think it's it's always it's a plus for the quarterback. Um, not unlike the Raiders, the Saints continue to mystify me on on some levels as to what the end, the what the actual goal is here. On, uh, but Michael keep Thomas. keep their jobs. I guess so. Michael Thomas, like, has, has vanished goal. from our lives for the past well, two he plus was years, three season plus years. ending injury, what, three games into the season last year. And then the offense and the team was sort of irrelevant because of the quarterback play. And so now when you have Derek Carr in there and, and a jazzed up Michael Thomas after he, yeah, that's what I did, a little jazzed, to, a little jazzed, jazzed up Michael Thomas. And Whoa, so that's a drop character. <laughs> Thank you for that. But she yeah, she's double. back. I don't know. What, what did we say her name is Doreen. Uh, she was Aunt Doreen. Yeah. <laughs> Doreen. But she's I, 64 years old and she's got a lot of pluck for an older lady. She's got a wine issue. She's been smoking packs of cigarettes <laughs> for years and years. Guys, it's just my asthma. I don't smoke. Um, yeah. But Derek Carr, he said that he couldn't get off the phone with Michael mm. Thomas. Like he, Michael Thomas was Derek such Carr. a huge, huge factor in him kind of signing there and putting everything over the edge. So it just well, makes sense. a good sense. thing they kept him. You know? Um, yes. Yeah, so we will see how that is. And by the way, he did look. I don't know if you mentioned it, Greg. I was doing a little administrative work. He looked pretty good early on last season before he went down again. That's fair. And I think you Saints know. fans would have been heartbroken. He it to see him in another uniform and then stay healthy. So I do kind of like mm. this. There is like a little bit of a vibe of like, oh, those guys are still there with the Saints, though, like including their head coach, Jameis Winston. 
is coming back. He's going to be Derek Carr's backup. You say a head coach? Including their head coach. Right, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, head <laughs> coach, like, comma, and Jameis Winston? Right, no, yeah. I just oh. mean like, oh, like, oh, Dennis Allen. He's still yeah. their coach. That's odd. Um, and, yeah. oh, Michael Thomas is still there. Oh, Jameis Winston is Derek Carr's backup in the year like that relationship 2023 go- for the New Orleans Saints. I don't know. That seems yeah. weird. But it does. I think it was a good move as for the Saints. He's only getting $4 million. Jameis's market really uh, – Took a hit, and for four million dollars, that's a nice backup. Like Dennis Allen and Jameis Winston seem to have a weird year together, like relationship-wise, <laughs> last season. Yeah, I know. I mean, Dennis Allen is not a popular figure uh, on the show, and I don't know. He doesn't have a huge track record of success. Uh, but like, you know, what was he supposed to do last year? Was he? You act like he was. He was coaching the 07 Patriots. It was just the way that he ran the team. I don't think. Um, like he sh- has shown anything as a head coach. I mean, he is fifteen and thirty-eight. Right. Well, That's we, not it good. It was a strange promotion at the time, and <laughs> yeah. But w- it was a tough situation with injuries to the quarterback and room. And so yes, I'm I'm not giving receivers. you a ton of rope when your historical record. Well, you're not giving him any rope. You're saying you should have been. I think he's one, one of the re- Chauncey Gardner. Right. He's one of the reasons that that player was not on the Saints, and he was sort of the heart and soul of that defense. Was he in contention to win the NFC South in like late December, early January? Well, what's that saying? <laughs> well, nothing. That's I mean, the joke. That's so were we. Um, the, <laughs> the yeah, and then he lost to who? Was, oh, it was uh, it did beat the Eagles. No, remember they, they got the, a little hot. They were the Eagles killers. I know, but mm-hmm. then in the week eighteen, Ow, they lost the to that Sam Darnold performance. It wouldn't have mattered hey. in the end anyway. I do wonder they, if Derek Carr is going to move up in the quarterback rankings, having a good defense, and then having ooh, Chris Olave and having yeah, Michael love, Thomas. Right? Like, what if uh, things it's actually a, turn around a bit? We'll see. I mean, when he, are the next? If I have to do a power rankings next week, when are the quarterback rankings? Don't out? don't even suggest that right I'm now. I'm going to broach that. I just wish I could read an article about that right now. The system is kind of John Gruden-like in New Orleans. I'm with you. I think it can kind of work. I would say maybe that's something to start working up. Yeah. I have an article coming out next week. Right. Next week. This is for various trades. Oh, you're doing grades? Yeah. Oh. So I'm already – I'm entrenched already. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And other wide receiver news. The Raiders Raiders who just traded Darren Waller. Signed wide receiver Jacoby Myers, formerly of the Patriots. Patriots, three years, $33 million. There is, There is something, yeah, going back to this McDaniels thing, there, there is um, mm. something inevitable about a Josh McDaniels team, about how certain moves are made and what's done, and, and, inher- and bringing in uh, his former wide receiver Myers, uh, who had a good market mark in, in this particular free agency. I think it was helpful to him that he, he came out this year. He gets $21 million guaranteed. So I know Patriots fans wanted Myers back, but Josh McDaniels got the guy he has history with. I, you could argue for our, you know, slapping the Raiders to and fro that Devontae Adams, Jacoby Myers, and Hunter Renfro is one of the better trios wide receiver-wise in the conference. I think so, it's probably in the back end of the top 10 maybe. I mean, that, but that's yeah. I, so I, I like the move a lot. Um, I initially Adams that is doing a lot of work. A that. lot. He's doing a lot, yeah. of, but he's that good. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. is. And he vanished for games a couple times last year. But they, I mean, I think it's it's a you've got to try to treat Jimmy G the way he uh, had so many people around him in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And I thought he in those eight games you have Jimmy G on the field this year. You really want to put. A lot of good players. You're already suggesting huh? that that's all he'll uh, <laughs> he'll last for. Okay. I love Jacoby Meyer, so I do think that they're flexible. He can play inside and out. Renfro 
he's kind of just an inside guy, but, but Adams can play inside now. That wasn't a lot of money. The the free agency market in general, I think, has been somewhat conservative outside of like the linemen. But yeah, you didn't have to pay for much. I'm not sure why the Patriots wouldn't pay Jacoby Myers uh, $11 million a year, but it, it does give Jacoby Myers a chance to make good uh, on his history in Las Vegas, because the last time he was there, mm. he was throwing a lateral oh, you're right. that got you're intercepted right. <laughs> by oh, Chandler Jones. So I great. like that, that eventually he gets his that, money there. That's the best newsroom moment for me of the uh, SoFi era, uh, that lateral interception. You want to hear it? I have it. You have the play Look itself? At uh-huh. yeah. Look at that. Okay. Grave digger. Grave digger. Mac Jones hands it off on a draw to Ramondre Stevenson. Breaks out of a tackle at the 50. Has the 45. <laughs> breaks away from another tackle. Pitches it backwards. And now Jacoby Myers spinning around. He throws it. No. To Chandler Don't throw it to Chandler Jones. Jones. Racing towards the end zone. It scores. Oh, my goodness. Did that knock the Patriots out of the playoffs also? No. Uh, uh, spiritually, spiritually a, it did. They actually had a good yeah. chance still a couple of weeks later, but they, they lost. To but the if they Bills. had that win, would they have been in? It doesn't matter. Um, it's amazing that happened to Bill Belichick. I it, just think it's hilarious. It was Chandler, Chandler Jones way, of all what, people. Well, here's what also has happened to Bill Belichick. How about you have like one wide receiver under contract right now? And right. What are we yeah, doing they here could absolutely have used like somebody like what's Darren the plan? Waller. I mean, like they, Bill O'Brien's you don't like, have what's Jacoby Myers WTF, now. bro. Yeah, they, they paid. <laughs> Why am I here? They paid Nelson Aguilar eleven million dollars a year a couple of years ago, and they wouldn't do it uh, for Myers. They will bring in some players, but the whole idea of like, hey, let's go get those former Patriots. Uh, never worked in the past, but it really doesn't work uh, when you're doing it off of like a 7-10 and 10 Patriots team. It's like, oh, the mm. Texans can't wait to bring in Chase Winovich. It's like stealing off of this mediocre Patriots team is, does not seem like a strategy. And Jacoby Myers, he actually had like a pretty Myers. good season He's last good. year considering what a mess the Patriots right. offense was. He was like the one good player. The events of Las them. Vegas Stevenson. notwithstanding, he was a quality player for them. Yeah. He was good. In bad circumstances. He was entertaining in that in that. Vegas game. It's highly entertaining. Made Maybe big not plays you know, in that game. Not too. for That's everyone, but especially I was drinking. entertained. I was immensely entertained. Uh, Austin Eckler. Let's update this uh, situation. We talked about it yesterday. That the report was out that he was requesting permission for the Chargers to seek a trade. He has been granted that permission, according to sources. So now uh, Eckler, I would think, will be moved. I could be wrong, but it seems like this is all headed a certain direction and not a good one if you're a Chargers fan. It, it makes you seem like you're a little bit Little League, in, in my opinion, uh, because mm. you have Justin Herbert and you have this window and you have mm-hmm. Keenan Allen with not too many big time years left. You got Mike Williams in the belt. Let's go for it with this great core, and instead you're going to trade away a guy that has 38 touchdowns in two years. What makes sense as a good landing spot, Colleen, did we for talk- Austin Eckler? Did we talk about the Bills Yeah, yesterday? yesterday? I think that's, that's, that. that's mine. That's absolutely right. I would love right. that. Yep. Um, I would say the Dolphins, but didn't they just sign? They just someone? re-signed Moster and Jeff Wilson. Okay, they so are bringing back their backfield for a uh, pretty low. Money. Running it back, maybe, <clears throat> maybe the Bears, maybe Ooh, a lot I of think, money still. I mm. think the Bears and the Falcons, who both have a lot of cap space, would the make Bengals some if sense. Joe Mixon. What about, about Tyler Algiers? Tyler Algiers, not yeah, gonna no, not. but that's a combo. <laughs> it's I, not going to be usurped by anyone. But that's that's so. thunder and lightning. Okay. I mean, that's the combo. I think Eckler is going to be. Cordell Patterson, is he not in there? Well, he's there too, but he Outchers. feels like, like you can use house. them all. They they used like five guys. I just feel like that's a fun duo. It's a team that likes Here's to Here's a run. great landing spot. The Chargers. How about, what are we yeah. doing well, here? Well, that's, yeah. that's, that's 
That's what I'm saying. This so is, I yeah. don't feel great about now. the Chargers, but no. I never feel great about the Chargers. Bengals, uh, cut Joe Mixon and go get Eckler. That actually kind of feels right? like a Bengals move. I, I do like, uh, well, you, your draft assets have been depleted after the trade with the Bears, but the Panthers traded Christian McCaffrey. They have a need back there, I think, in their backfield, uh, and you're going to uh, you pair him. He's He is, you know what Eckler is, among many things, uh, including friend of the show. Mm-hmm. He is kind of a quarterback's best friend, and if you mm-hmm. give a young quarterback, Austin Eckler, behind you, somebody has a safety valve that you know you could get the ball to, and he's going to find a way to help your team win games and get in the end zone. I would say this, I wouldn't hate the Eagles, but the Eagles yeah. have just agreed to terms with Rashad Penny, according Ooh, to I Ian like Rappaport. That. I really? like that. Rashad Penny fine. is fine. I mean, I don't think they had to pay a lot for him, but when he was healthy, and that's been a very short time in his career, he was incredible. So it's like a total low risk, high reward move. I doubt they're paying him any more than a couple million dollars or something. I didn't go breaking news there because I know we're in a fragile place with the breaking news. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. So I just wanted to just right. allow the and news to again. Play. Justin has earned the right to take some creative and editorial leaps. Yes. And he leapt there. He leapt. I think maybe you got, here's some, uh, I have some more notes for the pod. Maybe there's some (laughs) drops that are not breaking news, but like maybe you need to do some like developing news, some okay news. I think that would have been a developing news. I didn't want to second guess. Right. But just like, hey, this is some news. (laughs) Maybe there's a third, there's a new drop that we don't have that is the perfect uh, valve for uh, Rashad Penny. That little clown nose uh, horn that Wes used to love. Maybe so the much. listeners no, can make that's one. That's mean. That's mean. We were we were at it. We were at a big time. Oh, did love that Rashad one. Penny to the Eagles, guys. <laughs> we were at a big Rashad Penny performance uh, with our families. Oh uh, yeah. On a random that's Tuesday correct. afternoon football game. He won't c- cost much, by the way, uh, Austin Eckler. Like these trades. Waller goes for nothing. Ramsey goes for nothing. Might be a good sign. Rodgers, because of the contract, might not go as for as much as people think. Like, Eckler, I think they'd basically be giving him away for close to free. Like, uh, it'd I be mean, like a fourth-round fourth pick <laughs> and saving the money. I don't think it would what are we cost doing? that much. Uh, all right. Let's uh, hit a little four-pack here. De- defensive lineman getting paid. Draymond Jones gets $51 million over three years from the Seahawks. Zach Allen to the Broncos, $32.5 million, fully guaranteed. Dalvin Tomlinson. Uh, to the Browns, $27.5 million guaranteed on four-year deal. Marcus Davenport gets $13 million from the Vikings. Takeaways, takeaways. Shoot them out. I like what the Browns have done so far uh, with Tomlinson and Obo uh, Agbo Okoronko. Got it. I kind of like – like Tomlinson was, was very good for the Vikings. He had a two-year $20 million con- or $21 million contract last time around in free agency. He outperformed that. Like guys who can take up multiple – positions, no matter what type of front that you use, they could use some run stopping. I feel like the Browns have quietly had a couple nice days. Well, those were absolute defensive line edge were massive needs for Cleveland. And they've they you know, I I started to see this defensive lineman going everywhere else. Um, Cleveland found a way back in. So that's good for them. I think Zach Allen is an interesting one for the Broncos. Um, It also for me highlights how desperate the Cardinals are right now. They have they there is no Zach Allen anymore. There's no J.J. Watt. You don't really have any presence at edge, and I just think that team is spiraling into into the abyss. Broncos are spending more money than any, anyone. They're the offseason champs here. Ben Powers, $28 million guaranteed. McGlinchey, $50 million guaranteed. Zach Allen, $32 million guaranteed, who is one of my favorite 
He's, free agent. I love that signing. I love Zach Allen. And also, it's going to be nice for him to go to Denver and, you know, Vic Fangio or Vance Joseph's there. So you have like a nice little rapport already in place Good for the call. transition. Good call. They also re-signed Alex Singleton, gave him too much money probably for like mm-hmm. uh, an okay off-ball linebacker. Jared Stidham got a lot of money. They're just spending that Walmart money. I, th- I think there is an advantage to being a rich owner. You can spend more cash. Did you say one advantage? I mean, because there's a salary there is cap. An advantage. The, the, the advantage <laughs> is like capped on some level because of the salary cap. But these teams like the Saints who act like a rich team. Is this guy talking escrow? Are you talking escrow? They, over got, here, that escrow in, they got that Walmart escrow. <laughs> They're well, going to open it. up a new Walmart just to put their NFL escrow in. Is that how it works? Talk money to I'm us. I'm not sure at how it works, but That's I like, the, when I like you, the concept. When you have a lot of escrow. Is that NFL Network's Greg Rosenfeld? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Justin. I remember that one. That's a good one. Uh, escrow, yeah. Escrow, you need actually a physical space, like a big warehouse to keep it. I, I I believe, so yeah. That's why I mean, it's physical just, money. Yeah. Piles what it of is. money. Yeah, just yeah. piles, suitcases. Yes, you know. or the big money bags, the canvas bags with a sure. dollar sign on that's it. That's what it is. Or See, just I, like gold treasure, like in a treasure chest. <laughs> right, like a big pool you jump into, like Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> um, all right, Seahawks look. fans were very surprised because that Draymond Gunn got one of the biggest contracts in all of free agency. There's a lot of money there uh, in the first two years, and they never spend big. I never know exactly what the Seahawks are doing, but he's like a High risk, high reward type of signing. I would say Davenport is too, and it kind of makes me think Zadarius Smith is gone. That was just a mm-hmm. one-year deal for Davenport, uh, who's had a very up-and-down career. Well, and Seattle also released Shelby Harris, who I like, and Quentin Jefferson, so they needed a body. Um, Seattle's an interesting team to try to figure out. We have to wait kind of till after the draft. They have premium pick coming up. Uh, like, Where do they fit in right now when you talk about the NFC? This would indicate that yeah. they really want their defense. Like, they're going to be a little more aggressive in the past to make that defense better. Hasn't been great for a while. Uh, let's take a break, and then we'll hit the rest. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, 
Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. All right, we're back. Let's get into uh, some backup quarterbacks. Jameis Winston, we mentioned, he is going back to New Orleans to back up Derek Carr. Um, a little bit surprising, you could say, but that's kind of also, Connie, where Winston's career seems to be at this point. He's, he doesn't appear to be a guy seen as a bridge at this point. He kind of he went through the young franchise star, number one overall pick phase. Then mm-hmm. he went through the, the Saints fresh start slash bridge phase. And now maybe this is his market. He finds a backup place where he's comfortable. Yeah, I mean, watching him last season, it was a rough start for him. And then he was hurt. So I kind of, I felt for him a little bit in that. But he also didn't really perform great in those starts. Four touchdowns, five interceptions. Uh it was just a. It, it's been rocky for him from from the beginning, a lot of and last two it years. continues to be that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, in other quarterback news, Taylor Heineke. How about this, Sessie? He is joining the Falcons. So the idea of the Falcons getting in on Lamar Jackson. Well, now they have their quarterback, quote unquote, of the future in Desmond Ritter. Now you have Taylor Heineke as a fairly high level backup. I guess maybe they are out on Lamar. I think they're also. It tells me they're not, the the deal for Heineke is a two year deal worth up to twenty million. We'll see the particulars, but it, the first year was just six point two five, so it's kind of like a one year six million dollar deal with incentives. Fair enough. I mean, it tells me though that they. I take them off my list of a team that you know they have a high draft pick that they're going to go quarterback there. I think that there's enough belief in Desmond Ritter, and that came hmm. right from Arthur Blank. I mean, do you think they just Maybe. go draft someone? I don't someone? know if I don't Taylor think Heineke so would stop them. But they're actually it, I, I, in the spot in the draft. It's a combination of him and Ritter. I think something like they seem to like Ritter enough. They love Maybe. him. Maybe. That it feels seems like, like a real not, yeah, stamp of approval of Ritter getting Heineke. I think they also know where they are in the draft. They're not going to trade up, and they're at eight. Then yeah, could, you're not going to have a, a great guy fall to you necessarily. I did find it interesting. Heineke had a market. Washington wanted him back. And he ended up getting more than Mike White and more than Sam Darnold and more than Jameis Winston. I mean, only a couple million dollars more only. But, I kind of uh, like Heineke. I think yeah. he does some things here and there. He's spicy. He's kind of got some verve to him. They they targeted him. I mean, you know who else got some verve? Lamar Jackson. Right. So they say that they <laughs> don't want Lamar Jackson, but they're super in on Desmond Ritter and um, t- Taylor it's gonna be a, It's going to be annoying because I, I don't think the Lamar Jackson story is necessarily going to get written until after the draft. Well, Lamar is when, tweeting today, by the way. That yeah, went, he is. Oh, yeah, I like that. Uh, here's what he had to say, because there was a report out there that he turned down 200, uh, 200 million guaranteed. That, that came from Schefter um, back in September. And then Lamar uh, replied... 133 over three years fully guaranteed uh, emoji face, like an annoyed emoji face, I would say. But I need an agent, uh, laughing face, uh, face palm. Mm. I, I think you do, sir, but that's okay. So and I, then he added, people throw poop emoji at the wall and hope it sticks. Crying laughy emoji. Uh, looks like someone blowing smoke emoji. <laughs> Also, his, <laughs> his response to the, guy. the uh, initial uh, tweet, uh, which was a, an aggregated report about Schefter, which I don't even know if I need to find out the particulars if Schefter exactly reported that. But he was saying that never happened, the 200 guaranteed. And if he was offered 133 uh, over three, uh, you know, it's a little bit of an insulting 
uh, offer. Or not I mean, insulting, but you w- it's not an offer that the Ravens would ever expect Lamar Jackson to take. I think Lamar should have just done this whole holdout thing seems a, a year right ago. Now. Yes, you he know? lost his leverage. Right. I mean, it's like other quarterbacks got paid by doing that earlier in their contract status. And if you're Todd Munkin, who's their new OC, you're sitting here. I mean, you know, there's time, but you mm-hmm. don't know who your quarterback is. I do like that he's annoying, like, all the football cognoscente. Like, on some level, if the people that are most angry that you don't have an agent are agents who aren't exactly, like, the greatest people in the world and insiders like who are in bed with agents. Uh, like, I, I don't know. You might be doing something right. If like, if you have a vendetta against articles. agents, you have an agent, by the way, I think nobody, you ever had a conversation nobody really with their likes agent? their agent. I feel like I deep just, down, I just I mean, mine. like, I would, I mean, are I we keeping too. for well, like the so. integrity <laughs> of like sports agents or is that, no, is that like, they, who, like, perform they, they need a it. job. Sure. And it might not be savory to you, Greggy, it. but it's all part of how the sausage it's gets made. It's a nasty made. business. Absolutely. Right. But when the people in the media essentially work with the agents. We as, have Ian coming on. As yeah. t- Tana. But Florio has <laughs> been very outspoken about he really needs an agent. He needs an agent. When the interests of the journalists and the agents are the same and they're kind of working on the same team together in a lot of ways, that's how they do their job. To me, that's problematic and when one person pushes against it you do kind of i I root for that one i mean he's i think it's made it more complicated for himself by not having an agent there are certain little things here and there that an agent could have helped to facilitate this and probably move the timeline up a a bunch from where he sits right now he's not in great position we'll see where it all ends will it end with lamar jackson being a jet <laughs> no, because we have established that right, that is right, no longer right, something right, right. that unless, they would be. Unless Aaron Rodgers says, I also want Lamar Jackson on the roster. Well, we'll so see. We'll that. see if they can facilitate that. <laughs> How about your boy uh, Mike White going to be starting a big-time game against the Jets next year? I uh, love that signing for Miami. Uh, $4.5 million, Gets the exact same money as Sam Darnold, taking 100, I think, in 68 picks behind him in the 2018 Mike draft. White. That's why it's unfair. I love Mike White. It's unfair. Yeah. Like, ball don't lie. Now they're making the same, uh, but he didn't make the same up until this point. Mike White's <laughs> a guy that people love if you only, like, remember a couple games. Everybody like, loves you know, a backup quarterback. Mike White. I'm not turning on him. I'm just you saying. You admit, like, though, in that system with McDaniels, like, sure. and Tyreek Hill, and who knows? I could, he, sure. he'll make a, he could make a string of starts, and then a, a year later, get a much better deal. Mike he, White on the I would just put it this up. way. I've been in on Mike White when he's had he had two big games, one against the Bears, who were the worst team in the league last year, and then a legitimately great kind of uh, within in, in a dark period of their organization's history. Uh, it goes down in lore, a 400-yard, three-touchdown game against the Bengals in 2021 that ended up with his uniform going to the Hall of Fame. He has a, a fun little I'll never footnote forget that game, in a dark time in Jets history. <laughs> so I, I will always be rooting for Mike White. He was also very popular in that locker room, so he's a good guy. Played with broken, shattered ribs. I mean, Poorly. But he, oh, well, yeah. but I mean, you he, know what? There's something different about him and the other quarterbacks in that room a year ago. I so. wouldn't be able to walk with a broken rib. Right. I mean, he's. I hope. I hope the best for him. It'll be great. I'm sure he'll destroy the Jets. You don't Jets, need to worry and about Mike White will anymore. Laugh. It'll no, be you great. To, you've got Aaron um, Rodgers now. So. All right, here we go. What else do we have here? Uh, what about Kirk? Kirk? Kirk does not get a contract extension, which to me is a great Kirk sign. Kirk Cousins, you refer to. Yes, is a great sign for the Vikings. They have been on this weird 
trajectory with Cousins where the way his contract works, it's almost like they have to put off the pain another year and they give him an extension every year to put off that pain. And this year they're starting to like take themselves off that Kirk Cousins narcotic and they just restructured it and they're I think going to take the pay next year it just is setting up for this to be the last Kirk year it's always with Cousins everything and it took a a while for it to play out in his favor and there was a lot of you know I'm sure uncomfortable times with Washington before he finally got the double franchise tag into a big payday to Minnesota into another big payday to Minnesota he might finally be out of leverage after a career of incredible earnings for basically 500 plays as teams well now he's above that 500 mark because they insanely won 13 games last year As a totally middling team. By the slimmest of margins, like every single time. I said it so many times on our uh, Power Rankings podcast that watching the Vikings was just such a white-knuckling experience. They'll be interesting All the way to the end. I wonder where Vegas will have their over-under. Eight and a half. They feel like they're Hmm. rebuilding. They're like they they might just their roster. I don't know how this offseason is going to go. This this means uh, they put off a little pain, though, a, a little bit restructuring his deal. They, I mean, they're they, just trying to get under the cap. They kept Garrett Bradbury. They got other issues. Yes, I think we'll see. Some cut Adam Thielen. Cut. Yeah. cut Eric Hen- Kendricks. All right. Let's let's play the game real quick here. Career earnings for Kirk Cousins. No looking, oh, no, no cheating, Colleen. I saw you took a little glance. I, I can't see anything. Career <laughs> career earnings <laughs> for Kirk Cousins since entering the league in 2012. Greg, I, are you googling over there? Uh, no. Okay. I was, but I didn't. I thought you were just asking Colleen. No, I no, tr- no, the I whole, I didn't the whole get gang. There, though. The whole gang. Uh, it's a big number. He just cleared a very big milestone. All right, I'm going to go 211. I'll go. Two thirty-five. I mean, I putting myself two fifty. Oh, uh, he has made two hundred and one million dollars. Uh, you guys all went over. Price is right rules. That's a loss. So by technically, you win. Well, I didn't. I'm not involved. Okay, it's a win for Kirk. Win for Kirk. That is absolutely well put, Greg. Great transition moment. Uh, Class <laughs> Campbell cut in Baltimore. A nice uh, message from the team, I believe, uh, they sent out. And then Mike G reported yesterday on our air that he might come back to Baltimore, but I don't know where he, he are didn't there. seem like he wanted to. He was like, I'm fired up to go try to win a title last year. He might not have been. He's in his mid 30s. Thrilled. Now, Supposedly, a lot of people think that they are truly saving space to match anything and to actually pay Lamar Jackson. That's the mm. crazy thing about this is he probably ends mm. up back with the Ravens. I don't know. Uh, speaking of the Vikings, the Chargers signed linebacker Eric Kendricks, formerly of Minnesota, two years, 13.25 uh, million. He had been with Minnesota for eight seasons. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so the, the Bolts might be ready to cut ties with the guy that has uh, 38 touchdowns in two years, but they do get this man. I mean, they're in a tough situation financially. Like that, keep spending on defense. Like spend on offense. Uh, Jim, yeah. Jimmy Ward to the Texans, uh, who also acquired Shaq Mason from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in a swap of late round draft picks. Uh, and let's head to the kicker club, Uh-oh. Grave Digger. Yeah, it's open during the offseason. In fact, yeah. I tell you something, the kicker club gets filthy in the offseason. Really? Yeah, it's like. Check your cell phones in one of those little bags, mm, like okay. a, like when you go to a show. It's yeah. like in a warehouse under a railroad track. You don't know where to find it. What happens in Kicker Club <laughs> literally cannot be said anywhere else because it's just just filthy. 
Mm. I'm picturing it as for okay. anyone who's watched Succession. Yeah. Tom, right. when he goes <laughs> on he his the- bachelor party. Yes. <laughs> Love that episode. That's the kicker exactly class. Exactly that. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And if you know what Colleen's talking about, everything from that episode happens in the kicker club <laughs> and more. Uh, Matt Gay gets paid. He gets the bag uh, from the Colts. Uh, so the Rams lose a kicker who's been very good for them. Greg the Leg Zerline. Zerline? Uh, also gets a new deal from the Jets. Uh, so there you go. Kicker the, club. The Matt Gay contract is the richest free agent deal for a kicker in the history of the NFL. When has that gone wrong? Well, I would just say if you're, you take that to the club, you're operating on yeah. a different level than any other kicker I, around. I, am huh? a, I mean, there are a few kickers that you could really trust. And, of course, Tucker is above all of them. But I'm I, team building, that seems weird. Unless you have, like, a GOAT-level guy to give a big contract on your salary cap. But then again, I'm talking out of two sides of my mouth because kickers mm. have such a huge part of these games and we, right. we pay them like they're What's, worth no, nothing. It screams we haven't had a kicker for like three We're years frustrated, and yeah. we just have to make it happen. Remember when they made fun of the, the Bucks, Jason Light, for drafting Matt Gay and he kind of flamed out there quickly. And mm. now he's had a nice little career and he's, he's mm-hmm. breaking my daughter's heart. She loved Matt Gay. And uh, she made us watch the Pro Bowl games just for the moment where for they gay. played kick-tack-toe, where kickers would try to kick uh, the ball mm. while playing tic-tac-toe. And Gay wasn't even involved <laughs> so, in the end. We thought he was going to. Oh. I don't even know. So late- and now she's gone. Having to explain this to her, I have. I just didn't do it this morning. Didn't want to disappoint oh. her. Light drafted Gay and uh, Robert Aguayo? I don't know if that was the same. Um, <laughs> I think, Wait a second. What you just described sounded like Aguayo. I mean, like, but like a Aguayo. Uh, no, it was second Mac- round pick of the Bucks. Jason Light drafted uh, Matt Gay. Yeah, back in 2020. But did he take Aguayo too? And then he didn't make like the team. He quickly like flamed out. Uh, Man, Aguayo, Aguayo was 2016. Is wow. it valuable, Greg? For that your... was part of the problem. Was he went back yeah. to the kicker well, and people were like, "You're doing Didn't this they again." Trade up for Aguayo. They did. Yeah, that's right? maybe the craziest Second draft round. pick in our uh, show's history. Yeah, he quote or, or headline: Bucks GM Light defends taking kicker Matt Gay after drafting Robert Oof. Aguayo. Yes, yeah, so Roberto Aguayo. So he went back. back Man, to the well. you you can really make a case that no one benefited more from the Tom Brady era in Tampa than Light. He was. He was on the way out. Yeah. All right. Odds and ends, Connie. Okay. Oh, wait. Do we have the, I don't, the now latest there's, now edition there's so of odds pressure. and ends? Of course he does. I'm, He's ready for this. So I'm, I'm still singing, huh? So yes. you, you have so, the double-tracked version already on file, that, and she's okay. going to triple-track it? Please I, say yes, Justin. I cut it. It's upstairs. Ooh, my dog ate my homework. Just. I did cut it. I did just, you see how excited we were the for show? this? The show's downstairs. <laughs> yeah. We're not upstairs. I cut it and it's upstairs. All right, we're gonna. You physically left the sound upstairs in a bag. <laughs> I don't somewhere. even know how that works. <laughs> in the uh, warehouse with all the Scrooge McDuck. Right, my right. desktop right. computer upstairs where okay. I do the editing. All right, well, we're gonna give him a pass. You gotta move on. We can't. There's no time to go upstairs. But understand for tomorrow. Well, she's not gonna be on. Next time sure. Colleen's on, we will have. I could do triple because I could take today's and layer it with yes. yesterday's. And then she'll be the fourth. And we're getting closer to that goal that we have of the Connie Choir. Yes. The Connie Choir. <laughs> but okay. feel free to sing in a different octave today if you want. I, yeah, I mean, it's I'm up not to sure. you. I'm I think there's only one octave. Well, oh, look at this Rick Rubin back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, what we want, exactly. we want, yeah, we do want a different key if you can. That was, yeah, mm. Dan yeah. said that yesterday. To yeah. have to sure. look at the not harmonies sure down. 
Well, give it a shot, and if it doesn't work, (laughs) we'll laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. What is your normal key? I don't have one. I'm a terrible singer. Do your regular. No, it's pretty good. It's okay. You guys have heard it. Ah, it's in it. Yeah, you do. It's like 50s drunk woman. Yeah. 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 Go a little. Okay. Try to see if you can go up. Mariah style, or maybe one ooh. octave. If anything, I'd have to go lower. I think. Okay, go lower. Right. Go lower. Do whatever you need. You're in control. Okay. <laughs> odds and ends, odds and ends. Everybody, tell your friends it's odds and ends. It's excellent. Very good. So now we got the low end. Okay. Now we're gonna need a falsetto at some point. So yeah. you're going to have to be training <laughs> ahead of this. Okay. You have um, some runway though. Graver, can you send me the clip? Yes. Which okay. I believe you asked, you made that request yesterday. yesterday. I don't know you what did. Graver's, yesterday. what yeah. is Graver up to these days? Where, yeah. you know, what's going on? And uh, can we get some, like, like Antonoff back there? Can we get uh, <laughs> auto-tune or something for next show? Let's really mix it in. Eight o'clock delight. Bears continue their spending spree. Demarcus Walker, Kaden Ellis get big money from the Falcons. Kelvin Beecham back to the Cardinals. Cowboys, they will stay in business with Donovan Wilson, uh, the Seahawks that we had mentioned, cut Shelby Harris and Quentin Jefferson. Anything else? John Kaminsky just re-signed uh, minutes ago. Two I feel years. like anyone eight point five million. Anyone going back to the Cardinals? They're just saying like, like I own a you know property here in Phoenix, and I'm not looking to move anytime soon. I so like that's living in the I, desert. Yeah, exactly. Caden Ellis, it's it's good to have the team that you play for have their coach and the GM go to your biggest rival because there's no reason why he got as much money other than the Falcons and Saints were bidding against each other. Although he had like a month of insane play last year. Aaron Rodgers has also asked the Jets to sign Dorsey Levins. <laughs> so he got that as well. He's an executive uh, with, you know, the bits. Talent. Maybe bits Jordy Nelson comes back. <laughs> Cornerback Emmanuel Mosley to the Lions. Okay, two cornerbacks there. I like Emmanuel. Yeah. Oh, Graver. Mosley. I like this. Graver cleaning up uh, the loose ends here. Anything else? Um, there was a couple. Pittsburgh signed an spot. offensive guard, Nate something. All right. Herbig, yeah. Nate. Patriots Nate signed. Uh, <laughs> the Steelers <laughs> signed Nate. Uh, the Patriots <laughs> signed Calvin Anderson. A replacement level swing tackle. We're back. All right. There you go. We All are right. getting to the point where, like, we have another show tomorrow. Like. Let's see what sort of uh, news lineup we have at that point. I'm Some of these names are becoming a little bit under, underwater for me. As each day passes, I look more and more forward to the top of show free agency rundown from all our insiders. <laughs> the names are uh, they're going to continue to kind of go in a certain mm-hmm. downward trajectory, but that gets me excited. I want a real the real nitty gritty of free agency is what I get excited for. What a time of year for you then. Oh, we still got or, you know, Orlando Brown is out there. Chauncey Gardner Johnson, mm-hmm. James Bradbury, Odell Beckham, Bobby it's Wagner. Like the smart teams wait. Levante David. Jordan Poyer, right? Dalton Schultz. <laughs> Juju Gasecki. Uh, you know. It is true. The smart teams do wait. The teams that typically win free agency end up bailing on many of these deals quickly down the line. Just a little buyer beware. I feel like been there, there haven't been. A, yeah, yeah. I We're not feel like there haven't been that, as true. many crazy deals this year. Defensive tackles, they got like a decent amount of money, a couple of the tackles, but feels like teams are pretty conservative. Yeah, not as frenzied. Hmm. Um, <laughs> Jenna Ortega, future of Hollywood? I think so. Thoughts? Uh, yeah, there's an argument to be made there. I'm in a big Ortega kick right now. Um, started watching Wednesday. 
watched her on SNL. Uh-huh. Um, I believe there is some superstar potential here. I've seen a number of the Wednesday episodes, so I'd have to side with you. I think she's got. I mean, I don't think you're first to this corner, but I watched her Hot Ones episode. Okay. I mean, you know, you're doing some research. When what you is watch it the about Hot her ones? sort of thespian uh, catalog that you enjoy? Her her abilities. <sighs> she inhabits a. Uh, uh, both uh, smart. You could tell she's intelligent and and quick-witted. Mm-hmm. Uh, sense of humor, very cute. Kind of girl next door vibe, but also don't mess with her. And a good actor. All right. So what should we watch Wednesday? I would suggest you check out Wednesday on Netflix. Okay. You want anybody else want to throw out a recommendation right now? I'd back you on Wednesday. It's having seen okay. it myself, that it's. A, I'm also it's a finishing good show. up the first Harry Potter book with you, my sons, and it's very good. You season two. She's a pretty big character. Ah, uh, yes, yes. I okay. Did watch that one. Yeah. Wait, I just want to make sure people heard this because this yeah. under-the-radar gem should not be lost. What's that? Harry Potter. Yeah, developing Dan, news. Dan is I'm insane. kind of blown away by that. I believe that this Harry Potter, uh, <laughs> Potter book head? series Your has this book series. some significant chance at legs. Put it that way. Wait, this is breaking news. Um, this <laughs> Book really series good. from a roughly 19 years wow. ago has affect, is affecting our host. We are on chapter 13. Yeah. And uh, the boys are enraptured, and you know what? So is the old man. Uh-oh. He put a spell on you. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is usually my move of dialing in on something that is like, 15 years old, like The Godfather, right. uh-huh. or... Well, that's more I than will, 15 like, years old, but well, yeah. Okay. I'll crush seasons at a time to just to get up to the season finale that's right. coming up. The, uh, so, like, I did it for Breaking Bad, I did it for Game of Thrones, and I'm doing it right now for Succession. So oh, that's I good. Ooh, I'm just jealous. started Succession, like, a week and a half ago, and I crushed two seasons. So, yeah, but that's great because there is more succession coming. So, right. and like just two, in time for the last season. It's not like you're you're into like I Love Lucy or something. Two to the timetable <laughs> in like 2048. I'm Lucy. going to be uh, outraged by J.K. Rowling's, but I have oh. to get there. I'm I'm behind. <laughs> you're doing it. So I've you're, you're to look way. forward to. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Anybody else have any content new or old to share before we say goodbye? I don't know how we top uh, Greg. I don't know about you. Yeah. But like, how we top Harry Potter? I mean, don't sleep on the Ortega next big thing. Julia Roberts, mm. 1990 type future star of the industry. That's my take. Popculture.com report. I love it. It's good. <laughs> Dance pop culture corner. Nobody else has it. I know I caught you guys flat footed. Maybe you guys have a day to think about it and maybe we'll, we'll connect later in the week. I would just say, and I think Greg would agree that if you haven't seen everything everywhere all at once in the theater, Go to the theater to see it. Don't wait to mm. be at, you know, in your den on a laptop and interrupting it 42 that? times. I'm going to do that. Right. Go I've see heard, it in the theater. I've heard that the performances are amazing. The acting is incredible, but the actual story is oh. kind of meh. No. I would disagree. disagree. Okay. Yeah. Hard yeah. disagree. You love like a little post-Oscars talk about the movies involved with the Oscars. I will say. We really are yeah. behind. If you go to a theater, you won't be able to enjoy the movie with some everything everywhere all at buns. Someone suggested ev- everything everywhere all at brunch, which would have been really that is good. That would have been a different dish. Yes. I mean, a different setting for the whole party, but that was a good one. What a crime. I love it. Heart wipe. <laughs> all right. That's it. Uh, until tomorrow when the new league year. It's Happy New Year tomorrow. This, I, mean, I guess that would make this, this New already, Year's Eve. It's, we're already there. We, we're announcing stories that haven't even happened. To Aaron Time Rogers doesn't exist. And yeah. the Jets. It's done. We almost broke it. Heed the call.
you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.